So we finally got the most recent cut of the actress, which is pretty much done. Yeah, very close. Mm. And it looks good. It looks really good. Why, thank you. <laughs> I mean, no, uh, we all kind of worked on it, so, uh, fuck. You said it looks good. Oh, it sounds okay. even better than it looks. I've got that's to say. That's not <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually a really uh, funny statement, if I can just jump in here. Let's see. I wrote the actress, what, two years ago? Oh, by the way, the actress is a short film that is a Full Metal Workshop uh, production. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's very funny. And by the time this uh, podcast is released, which will probably be like the third week in January, you should be able to watch it. So we shall see. I wrote it, uh, I think, two years ago. I just wanted to write something like light and funny and just really nice that we could do in a friend of mine's apartment. Sam Underwood and Valerie Curry had this amazing they've moved since but they had this amazing loft in red hook and i was like we got to do something here me and ali had been cat sitting for the month so i wrote it we shot it our friend dave did the sound because brandon had to work and when we looked at the footage later and cut it all together the sound was so bad needless to say it was a very lofty goal oh you're out of the group john out of the group. but i'm pretty sure did you even watch it i feel like i feel like bad sound upsets brandon so much <laughs> that he would rather just avoid oh the it. first one yeah the first one was it was actually terrible yeah <laughs> yeah now you could hear like shit that we couldn't hear while we were filming but that's what mics tend to do yeah it was i don't know what was going on like what kind of like, evil spirits were in that apartment. <laughs> there was all sorts of shit coming through that mic, so it was a mess. Allie's talking, all of a sudden you hear that, Red Room. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck is Wi-Fi? I died about 50 years ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we, we had to do ADR for the entire thing, and, and ADR is when you, it's basically pickup sound. I think it's actually, like, additional, what does ADR stand for? We Always guess. do recording. Always do. Mm, no, I think that's right. I think that's it. <laughs> okay, so that's John's guess. Always do recording. Atrociously drafty recording. You can't have two. <laughs> can't have two guesses. All right, uh, mine is going to be additional additional dialogue recording. I think that's actually what. Oh it is. come on! That, now mine's just like <laughs> like a throwaway. Well, what was yours going to be? Well, I didn't have one. But well, you got to come up with one. You got you got five seconds. Uh. uh Accidental detrimental <laughs> recession. <laughs> All right, so let's see who's right. <laughs> I'd like to change my guess or add oh, on to it. Okay, well, go on before before I tell you what it is. Again, some dumb shit recording. It was closer than mine, at least. <laughs> um, additional dialogue recording, yes. Excellent. I win. We won't talk about the person that is doing the sound for <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. Yep. Well, we did. One of the actors in the film has like a full-on sound studio. Aaron Phillips is a uh, he does voiceover for games and commercials and cartoons and all kinds of stuff. Um, so we all recorded there. It took us half a year to edit that sound because he recorded it in uh, Pro Tools. Oh, that's right. None of us have Pro Tools. Um, we tried to get Pro Tools. John tried like a million different versions. I think you all tried all legal. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we stole so much, <laughs> so much software. <laughs> 
to try to get this to work and it didn't work and i think aaron had to go to like south korea to do a disney tour oh, i thought you were gonna say like he had to go he had to go to south korea <laughs> to steal <laughs> some more pro, pro tools <laughs> in south korea he was like does anybody over here have pro tools and they're like no and that's kind of how it felt like though because we couldn't get anything to work. So when I went to Montauk last year, I was like, all right, I'm going to do this the hard way. And I cracked open the sound file and I had to piece each individual sound to yeah, their mouths right. moving. Oh, my God. You had to do some post-production work. That is that is admittedly beyond post-production work. <laughs> it's like, Brandon's done it before for yeah. me. And, and he was so stressed out while doing it. He was like, we're never doing this again. Yeah. So I can't wait to do this again. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> So yeah, and and so that's what I did, and lo and behold, it it worked, and the sound is much much better now, and we still have some levels to deal with, but that was the start to actually getting this thing ready. So after that, I guess Brandon, you fixed up the rest of the foley. Yeah, I mean, and I'll I'll do some more mixing still too, but um, the foley was pretty like simple for this one. I mean, we did footsteps, forks, doors opening. I wish there was something like really weird so we could tell you about it before seeing it. And then like you'd wonder until you saw it what it was like if we were like marble drops. There's, um, (laughs) you know, like blaster noises. There's some blasters. Yeah. yeah. There's a slug that has to go from one end of the room to the other. It's crazy. You listen to it with headphones. At some point through your right headphone, you'll hear the Will Helsing scream. (laughs) Yeah, that's real. That's in there. Uh, but yeah, so just doors, <laughs> footsteps, and forks. So it was it was fairly easy, and then um, the, there's still some room tone issues to deal with. But um, John made some music that basically makes all that room noise uh, non-issue. That's funny. you want to talk about that that music, John? Yeah, let's talk about your composition process a little bit. So it's really um, good. So when I was recording this, I began a phase of my life that I, I'm still continuing, and it's called the obsessed with steven universe phase and one of the reasons why i love that show outside of everything is the the music and i was really taken by a lot of the piano work in that show and so Mm -hmm. i kind of just got like jazzy with it you know so it sounds like a jazzy steven universe number and that combined with a lot of very light percussion so like snare and hi-hats basically that's all. And very, very simple, very bare bones, minimalist. Added a lot of warm reverb around it. And I think that's what Brandon was talking about, uh, where it canceled out a lot of the echoes or the room stuff, because it just sounds naturally fitting to the score. There's also a part of the score that was actually just recently done that we added for the monologue piece in there that Ali did. Also, exceptional acting in this film. Like, oh, the, yeah. The actors Shout did out so to uh, well. Allison Blair, Logan Ford, and Aaron Phillips for for turning out like a, a triple-A performance. Seriously. Or an A-plus, a not triple-A, no, no. I not. could not <laughs> stop laughing every, t- every time I watched this. It was just exceptional. I loved it. What was your favorite part? What what made you laugh the hardest? Give it away. <laughs> I mean, it's not. I don't think people are going to listen to this before they watch the film. Oh, yeah, right. exactly. And if, they, and if, you, if you do prepare... For spoilers. Oh, yeah, spoilers. Do we have a not, spoiler sound effect? Is it like... Burr, 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 burr. Spoiler. Isn't it sound effect for anything? That for everything. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the second husband... Aaron Phillips. Uh, the character's name is... They don't actually say Kurt. his name. Kurt, yeah. Yeah, and I thought it was Gert at one point. So but... <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to call Gert. him what comes to mind whenever I see him. So when Joss Whedon is sitting down and... Stop it. <laughs> his name is Kurt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um... 
Meg had You're to do the it. only one laughing right no, now. No, when Meg was watching the film, she had to do a double take. <laughs> she was like, "Damn, Ben's got some connections." <laughs> who do you think it was? He thought oh, it was Joss, Joss Whedon. Whedon. Oh. Um, the the part where he like when Lawrence was like, "I'll be back in five minutes," and then he just did that sharp head turn. That shit has yeah. me cracking up every time I watch this shit. <laughs> yeah, Aaron did. That, that guy's such a pro. He hits those those beats like really hard, and he has a lot of like Logan is. I think he offsets Logan so well because Logan is a master of subtlety and yeah. nuance. Yeah, and Aaron can just like turn it up and hit those beats and rhythms with like pinpoint accuracy, but also he he just takes up the whole screen. Yeah, I so, mean, um, I mean, all three of them, yeah. Logan, uh, Logan, Aaron, and uh, Allie, all, all did fantastic jobs. Oh, yeah. Allie um, can do everything, so. Yeah, no argument here. The score was just a lot of fun to make. It was very simple, very bare bones. Uh, and during the monologue piece, I ended up making a separate orchestral part to it, just to fit that tone. And that was a lot of fun to make, too. That That's, I'm sure, where the score will be a lot more uh, influential in the direction of tone in the film. But yeah. overall, that I mean, it's it's just it was a lot of fun to work on. But you know, all the films that we do are a lot of fun to work on. So, yeah. And and one thing that John um, hasn't mentioned is that he's really good at through most of the scores that he's done for our work of accentuating certain parts, especially within comedy. And so, and I, I'm I'm pretty sure you know that you did this. Maybe you didn't. There will be like a a slight conflict happening and, and then you'll hear like a drum hit or a hi-hat and then it's just so much funnier because that happened mm. um, yeah. yeah 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 so it, it just kind of like cradles the work a little bit and accentuates it where it was really funny before but it shows just how much music can affect a piece especially a piece with shitty sound yeah it also had like a air of birdman was that like at all in your head when you were i think when we originally or when i was originally making the score I had just recently watched Birdman. Yeah, it's got that kind of feel to it. It hits the right times and everything. Yeah, Birdman is, I think, an all-percussive score. I don't know if there's any melody to any of the Birdman music. Yeah, I don't think, I don't so. think so either. But yeah, so, I mean, we're, we're really, really excited. And, and hopefully, if you're listening, you've, you've seen it. And hopefully, you've enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. Because it really was a joy. I mean... There were times where we were pulling our hair out, um, probably all at the same time doing separate parts of this piece. But um, throughout the whole process, I think what's kept us going is knowing that this piece is actually really good. And everybody's brought something awesome to the table. So really grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, 2018, first Full Metal Workshop project we're getting out to you is The Actress. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have a question, like, completely going to derail this whole thing, but... Oh, great. Movie Pass, do you know what that does for movie sales? Like, good or bad or nothing? Or movie does anybody movie. know? I, it's probably really good. Really? Well, Movie Pass's numbers are crazy right now. So many people have it. Yeah. Um, anybody who doesn't know what Movie Pass is, just get it. Don't even think about it. Just get online and get it. It's 10 bucks a month. You can see one movie with this card per day. So you see two movies, it's paid for itself that you month. You see in New York, if you see one movie, it's paid That's for true. Itself. One movie in New York is like, actually, our tickets to Black Panther were like $21 a piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
So that's crazy because I yeah. paid you twenty two fifty. So you like skimming off the top for this, or <laughs> or maybe it was twenty two fifty. I don't uh, know. It's not uh, Ali got uh, him. It was a tight. No, I, I needed five dollars though. What see. happened was <laughs> it's a convenience fee, Brandon. <laughs> Venmo is free, man. <laughs> so yeah, you use it once in New York, it's paid for itself. You use it twice, most reasonable places, um, yeah. it pays for itself. So. And, and it's just a you you send them some information. They send you a little Visa MasterCard, basically, and you just swipe it at the theater, or you can use it to buy tickets online. And boom, yeah. And apparently, because it's so inexpensive and so easy, and you can use it at pretty much any movie theater that accepts credit cards, it's really taking off. I ordered one actually about four or five days ago. Um, so I should be getting it in the mail at any moment and going yeah. to see all kinds of movies. I gotta do that too. I just like I don't see how they possibly make money, but that's not for this conversation, I guess. Yeah, it's I don't know either, actually. Like you, we could speculate. You think the world is just getting seems to be getting just more subscription based. It's definitely getting more subscription based, but this is one in particular that like seems to have no possible model that could work they're paying they're footing the bill somehow yeah for the ticket costs that you're not paying and and i know that there's some there are certain limitations i think mm. but even so it's like i don't know if they have something worked out with you know the major theaters or what i do know that there's like a process because bam in brooklyn did just get on it but they weren't on it immediately so it's not like th- there has to be some communication between them and the theater that they're yeah. supporting they, they can't reimburse it fully, I'm sure, or else, yeah, they would not be a successful company. But I have heard that movie theaters don't actually make that much money off of ticket sales. Mm. They make most of their money off of concessions. That makes like sense. Like $8 popcorn. Yeah, $8 popcorn, like $12 sodas. That shit ain't even good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'll always be... A sucker for a big ass bucket of popcorn and a at a flick. But, the only um, thing I get from that shit is like dipping dots. I'm like, oh shit, they got them dipping dots. I was like, yeah, you want some popcorn? Nah, nah, nah. You <laughs> who eats dipping dots? I, I mean, I eat I believe you say it that way every dippin time. Dots. Ooh, dipping dots. <laughs> it's Man. it's very it's very. I don't think I've ever had dipping dots. That shit is I, great. What the hell are you doing not having dipping dots? I don't Next know, time you popcorn and soda like no. Like I said, next time, no, next time you go in using your movie pass, you go to the concession stands and be like, hey, yo, Ben, you want some pop? You'd be like, nah, I want some dots. Who says pop? I mean, there's a lot of weird things happening right now. You're saying a lot of weird shit, John. Are you okay? You stroking? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm stroking for some dots. I really could go for some dipping dots right now. Yeah, that was an easy one. I pretty much handed that to you. Yeah. (laughs) Why don't you hand me some dipping dots? Color Correspondence was produced by Jonah Q with music also by Jonah Q. This is a Full Metal Workshop podcast. If you like it, please subscribe. For more info on Full Metal, you can visit fullmetalworkshop.com. Find us on Facebook or on Instagram at Full Metal Workshop.